friends, family, team. Welcome back to another episode of the Washed Up Podcast. This one is Season 9, Episode 7. We start off with a little height dance with our little horoscopes that were also pleasurable to see. Uh, we got a couple bewilderments. Then we lead you into some pop culture, TVs, movies. We got some would you rathers and then into some questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. A little bit to talk about in the MLB surrounding baseball. A little bit more in the NBA. And then finally, God bless it, it is Super Bowl week. I don't know who to pick, but Dallas got her first touchdown. Let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the I'm much to the beat of my own drum. Golly, we don't give enough credit, even though I do at the end of every episode, but Pat Mallers and Chef Charles be putting out some heat. And I also work with Chef Charles at Pilsen Yards. So, oh. word on the street is they're dropping some shit soon. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Also, word Where's on my- the street, he's hot in the streets in fantasy basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I'm one of the biggest supporters of Charlie and Pat. So, once that drops, you will all get spammed with that info. Uh, because Pat has this tendency to not fit into a genre, and it really throws me off. He can manipulate his voice in a bunch of different ways, and it's really fucking cool, and he deserves more props and credit. Oh, he's creative as shit, like insanely creative. Yeah. Oh, and so what you're saying is he has an extremely wide range. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made me feel Sorry. like a moron, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that, that was not. Whoa. So what you're saying in a more intellectual manner is that he has a wide range. Yeah, uh, yeah dude. All right. How you doing? Um, wait, yeah, but before that, yeah. season nine, episode seven, number 97 on the Chicago Bears, Chris Zorich. He was a defensive tackle. The coolest thing about this guy is that he was born in Chicago. And I'm going to take this time to kind of bash the Chicago Bears. We've been around for this long, and we, this guy wasn't very good. And he's like, every number should have a stud on it. Yeah. <laughs> been around since football was, the first football was created. So give me a little backstory on this, Zorich. <laughs> this is his backstory. He went to Notre Dame, and he was born in Chicago, and they played for the Bears. And I find that really oh. cool if you're born in the same city. I agree. I love that. We talk about well, it, though. What, it's like When did he play? In the 1930s? Dude. I stopped after I was reading the stats because I felt like it would be mean to read off his stats. I think he had like a total of 12 sacks in like they uh, also, six years. They didn't pass back in the day. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. How, how When did he play? I think like early 2000s. Oh, well. Oh. It's literally the creation of the air raid offense, like early 2000s in yeah, the dictionary. That, that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> I didn't know. I but shout out to him for pl- making it to the NFL. From Chicago, playing for his childhood team. Very cool. You know what? Even better, in two episodes, it'll be Dennis Rodman Day. So, um, 9-9. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, You 
guys want to do this. Yeah, we really got to do it. So this we're time. starting a new segment here for just this week. Probably we'll see because how it goes. We'll see how the listeners feel about it. I talked about horoscopes, bashed on them. I haven't been killed yet by someone with chakras, just throwing endless <laughs> chakras at my head. So we're going to keep doing it. And again, I'm not really making fun of it. Um, I'm going to read mine. I am a Pisces. That is the fishes. Um, the way you are feeling right now might not seem rational or reasonable to anyone but you. To others, Pisces, you might seem overly emotional. You are a highly emotional individual. It's true. But that does not negate what you have been through or make your feelings any less valid. Don't <laughs> let it matter that others don't get it. As time moves forward, other people in your life may begin to get a taste of what it feels like to endure what you have been through. And with that understanding, you will find vindication. It is so you. Do you get know? fucked. I'm going to share a little personal story that I, it's so nuts. So this whole thing that basically is saying like emotional, don't feel bad about the way you're feeling. And it may feel different than what you're used to. I talked to my doctor for the first time in my life today, this morning at 922 AM. Did you set your own appointment? Yeah. And I talked to him about getting a therapist. Love it. Good for you. That's fucked up. Yep. See, Somebody will start relating. This to is you David Blaine. This <laughs> is David Blaine. He knew what I did today. I swear to God, I didn't read this before I got here. I wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, it's so. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I'm always emotional, but like, the, yeah. you guys know how it is, and I talked to my doctor about that too. Is like. And we're trying to push forward in self-help for men yeah. and men in our uh, circle and stuff like that because we don't talk about it. It's like literally when we were growing up, it was like it was gay to talk about it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. we would no, say when we were 12. It's gay not to be gay. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But that's actually wild. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Because the stigma around mental health has really it's it's gotten a whole lot better. And from the hours of midnight to three, it's probably the most beneficial to every male in the world. Because at 12 p.m., when you leave the bar, maybe go to someone's house, it's like, dude, how are you? Like, what's going on? Like, give me a hug. I love you, bro. Yeah. So from those two hours, mental health is the most concerning thing on everyone's mind. Yeah. But before then, it's just like, yo, you fucking sad? Fucking yeah. be happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My good, Hannah finds it so funny that we say that to each other. Just be happy. <laughs> but yeah, that's wild. I, 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 I cried for the first time in a long time, like two days ago, too. Nice, dude. And that's not why, like, I'm going to see the rest. This has been prolonged since I dude. was fucking 13 that I yeah. should have been doing this. But, like... This fucking my moon sign knows me, bro. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, um, I let out a cry like probably uh, last week, and it had just been building up for so long, and then like the tiniest little like conversation, I was just like, oh god, here it all comes Dude, out. Dude, <laughs> my my whole world turned around. Yeah, not like good things just started happening out of nowhere. That never that doesn't happen. No, it just switched. My yeah. brain was. Fucking clear as day, yeah. dude. Right after a cry. So like, fuck. So that's awesome. Like you unloaded what but was holding you back. Here's the thing. I'm not scared to cry. I'm mm-hmm. not scared to talk about my feelings. I just have something in my brain that doesn't allow me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Same. It. I, I think it's a dude thing. I yeah. It's like just like there's a fucking muscle man in our brain going around beating the fuck out of our feelings. <laughs> like, you yeah, uh, know, what's the movie? 
It's uh, our brains bullied out. Inside out, yeah. right? But yeah. the anger is just a is. So we're gonna we're gonna mix inside out with a sausage party, and the douche <laughs> is the one who's rolling around in my brain. I'm a fucking douche. That's bro. a movie idea. Yeah, it's adult good. inside out. Yeah, we still got uh the days of the week. We got to work. That's out. always in the works. Yeah. It's always in. No idea is dead if you just tell people it's in the works. <laughs> <laughs> um. I did, so we're doing today's horoscope, but um, I was looking at my yearly Zodiac thing, and uh, last week after we recorded, I asked Brez for a little insight on a job interview, and uh, he was like, dude, you're so charismatic, you can talk to anybody, you can work through like however they want to go about the job and all that stuff, you can work, you can call, and all that stuff, so now I read my yearly horoscope for my career. And it says, your charm and charisma have always led the way in your career, Scorpio. That's not to say that you do it intentionally. It really is just part of your personality to be flirtatious and fascinating. (laughs) Suck my cock and balls, dude. Dude. That is to a T what Brez said to me right after we stopped recording last week. We have to get... Almost (laughs) exactly. We have to get a blank sheet computer and look up these things on them because I'm the algorithm has gotten to us. Yeah. It's 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 in our brains. Maybe I should just become a believer. (laughs) We really should. That'd be really, really funny. Um, But my, my daily horoscope that I just dropped my phone for. It probably says that too. You'll probably drop something today. <laughs> no, it says you may be trying to avoid the details of a situation you are involved in that you see as being problematic. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, there is. Um, so that's super chill. <laughs> that's really, really fun. And then it says it may just seem like too much to handle right now, and you think that it's going to work out on its own. But that probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. That's fucking wild. That's really rude. To yeah, be fuck honest. that horoscope. That was mean. Dude, these things have gotten crazy. I used to read them, like, back in the day, and it would be like, you're going to have a good day, or you're going to have a bad day. Now they're so in-depth. The last sentence says, get in there and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wish you can go in and edit so you can just delete that part. No, 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 no. I want to stay on the outside. Yeah, right. This, this horoscope is going for the jugular. Yeah, Uh-oh. it really is. Go for it. Oh, no, I was oh, saying mine, that yeah, one. Yeah, dude, mine I was just like, oh, you're just going to walk into a million dollars. That's his horoscope. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's mine, James's. Mine basically was like, hey. All right, well, yeah. I'll, I'll just read it. <laughs> I don't think it's that, hey. Today, you should consider taking a fresh look at an old idea that once intrigued you, dear Aries. You may not want to because you have already considered it and you don't have to waste your time. However, you may be able to see it in a greater dimension now because of some of the changes that are occurring at this very moment and will continue throughout today. Don't put up a mental block. Ooh, that's like my specialty. <laughs> Just think freely and allow yourself to consider it as though it is really possible because it is. Putting up a mental block is like my fucking forte. Yeah, that's like, I could build a goddamn castle we're, we're not in gonna my call brain. It, we're not going to call it a mental block. We're just going to call it a Vinny block because every tough guy's name is Vinny, and that's the guys that are running around in our brain. Dude, Brez's bread and butter is mm, wall. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm uncomfortable. See ya. Brett, Brett is actually the only person. Last week we talked about uh, um, octopuses and shit that could change colors. He could go from an extrovert to an introvert faster than anybody I've ever seen. One, one, Pretty much. Yeah, 100%. I'm, just, I'm just not here anymore. Brett's going to become invisible. Yeah. Oh, it's like an Olympic sport. If you're like being like, okay, he's on the map. He's on the map. He's off the map. Yeah. Michael Phelps does it again. <laughs> that made no sense to me, but I like it. No. And you said it with confidence. Like Michael Phelps. Like I'm the Michael Phelps at falling off the map. Oh, nice. Yeah. You haven't heard from him because he's been so fucking stoned probably. Um, Brez, <laughs> speaking of your horoscope. What's an invention that you for sure thought was the one and you gave up on? That's it's what it's talking that about. App that you developed. <laughs> Want to develop an app? Oh, the the gambling <laughs> social media app. Yeah. No, what someone created that. I know. Well, so kind of. It's so shitty. I downloaded it just to check it out. Make a better version. Yeah, dude, listen to your horoscope. Yeah, listen to your horoscope, you slut. Yeah. I now have a developer <laughs> in my back pocket that can make this happen. Let's Dude, do it. Text the app. Dude, okay. So people think that men's biggest problem is their ego. My biggest problem right now is that I'm going to create a Facebook group with only people with March 18th birthdays and create a Pisces group and be like, how did you guys do? How did you guys day go today? Because if you want the exact same as mine, I know some Pisces that are not like me. I mean, March 18th birthdays that are not exactly like me. <laughs> Someone be like, did you get the same horoscope as me? This is my demise, is truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my ego. Nope. It's my horoscope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what you get for making fun of things. Come up, it's. <laughs> and it just works. Ratings. Bodily bewilderments. I'm just going to keep this real short. How the hell do our eyes have colors? Oh, like the. Yep. Yep. How is it just all white and then boom, there's brown, blue, green, both? And then a black pupil. You know what tweaked me out before I uh, try and give you a fake answer? (laughs) I am 100% convinced the color of my eye changed three times in my life. You're a cuttlefish. I think my eyes are cuttlefish. (laughs) So growing up, they were full on brown. And then like in... (laughs) <laughs> high school uh they were like really light like hazel or whatever and now they're just green i think i don't know what color are my eyes dude look into my eyes <laughs> your eyes are hazel they're hazel again what the <laughs> fuck is going on yeah. dude here's the thing with these hazel eyes because I also have hazel eyes. No, you don't, dude. Yes, I do. <laughs> dude, you're getting so close. I don't We're know, We're about man. to that kiss. That looks like yeah. mud water, dude. I guess Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, Sorry. Like, like Hulk, as your Hogan. skin tone changes, so like for me and you, as the sunburn settles in, they look a little bit more green. Mm. When we are extra super pasty, they mm. look more brown. Oh, yeah. Hate that that's an answer that makes sense and I understand it. That you're oh, go ahead. He's going oh, off, King. Sucks. But <laughs> to answer your question, it had to do with the amount of light refraction that you're brought into. And like, do you remember Punnett squares? <laughs> Brez. <laughs> Let's just go with no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, so Punnett squares, like if you have a pair... Oh, like the recessive genes type yes. thing? You're going to go off about this and it still doesn't make any sense. Go ahead. No, so like brown eyes uh, are, yeah. are are more dominant. Understood. So 
you have a three and four chance of getting brown eyes if you have a parent with like one parent with brown eyes and one parent with blue eyes. One of the four kids, or you have a 25% chance of getting the blue eyes. Here's the thing, though. Like, the only people that had blue eyes were people that lived in places like Scandinavia and Northern Europe. Cool. Where, like, light in the daytime was not as intense as it was closer to, like, equatorial Africa or South America where you had to have darker eye colors because you're, you had so much light in front of you that the darkness in your eye color needed to absorb more of it for your retina to process it. Shockingly enough, all of that makes sense to me. Yeah. Why is it only this little bit around your eye? Why is the rest of it white? You that's a banger i love that song song. respectfully (laughs) um dude i get it i get why my eyes are brown i don't get why you need there's a color and it's just so perfect yeah no the white the white part and the color part don't make sense to me but you kind of made it made a little bit of sense just by the light and stuff but like why is it only that little part and then there's a pupil, and then there's a black ring around that. Like, it's probably, where does it come from? So <laughs> where does it go? Your retina sits Cut in the back jail. of your eye, mm-hmm. and like your eye is conic in structure, like the way that it actually sees out, and it uh. actually flips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I remember that conversation. It, it like. Everything you're seeing is technically Inverted. upside down. Yeah. So do you think your it's retina like, fixes it. Do you should, think it's like quit. protection? Yes. Okay. That makes but a little it's, bit it's, sense. But it's around the cone. But where does it's the pigmentation come from? Like, after a while, all of us would have the same color eyes then. If it had to do with just the sun and the sunlight, we would all have probably darker eyes than people in Scandinavia because we get more sunlight here. Yeah, and when you go to racially homogenous countries, it is that way. Oh, so true. Oh, man, dude, you got an answer. That's fucked up. Damn. No, Uh, thank you, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Pat's bewilderment. When did paying for things in quote-unquote cash become not paying with cash? Like the term you got to pay, like down payment in cash. You're not handing over thousands of dollars in paper. I think it just when means the, non-credit. Exactly. So why not say that? Cash is cash. It's the dollars in your wallet. <laughs> I got to put this fucking thing down. I just, I was, I was intoxicated and it was like, oh, your first cash payment can be, it was like, um, I'm not bringing you $40 cash. Yeah. It's going to be off a debit card or like a check. Yeah, why they could is, easily why is just term, say debit. Right. I agree. <laughs> That's a <laughs> bewilderment. It is, but like you guys didn't really dive into it. Like, no, no, no. I, I feel a little you. more explaining. Because think about buying a house. And yeah, it's like a cat. Like a, mm, whatever. Dude, dude, don't let this happen from the man who created it. Don't let anybody tell you you're wrong for thinking what you're thinking. No, I'm right, but I just wish that you guys were on my side a little bit more. <laughs> no, no, because the same thing holds. Like, side. you can't write a check. 
because a check technically isn't cash. A check is still debit. You just unintentionally made fun of me. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I did. Because but- I understood it. He doesn't think it's a bewilderment anymore. <laughs> Classic. But like this, this dollar bill in my hand right now, like this is cash. Not paying for something electronically. That's not cash. I'm so on your side now. It's basically... Like the selfishness of doctors and bankers thinking that we all think in their terms. Yeah. Bullshit. Horseshit. I agree. Thank you. It's the relative time from account to account deposits. Yeah, but like we have terms for everything, but we decide, you know what? We have too many terms. Let's not switch it up on people and let's just use cash in 17 different ways. All we're looking for with two people with anxiety is consistency. All right. Just just let me know, because cash obviously doesn't mean me handing you $40 cash. Yeah. It means something else. You need it in a different way. So there's definitely a term for that other than handing you paper money. Yeah. And that's like cash. And that's not cash. And cash flow. There's no such thing as electronic cash. Exactly. Cash is. I mean, they're technically. Dollar bills. There is, but like. I mean, if we're talking about cash money hero, it's a whole different scenario. But cash is king. I Cash agree. is dollar bills. Not right. anymore. When I buy a house sometime in the future, Sick brand, yeah, you got to pay your first rent in cash. You want? No, not only that. Dollars in I want to put my down payment in a fucking briefcase and slam it See, on a table. When they're like, yeah, that first payment needs to be in cash. It's like, I'm not going to be able to get eight grand in paper money. And they're like, oh, well. Yeah. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. Then use a fucking different word. Huh? Yeah. How about it? So then you don't want cash. All right, we're going to sell the house to somebody else. <laughs> exactly. That was my, that's just the bewilderment. Like we have, I get you, dude. it's like we have cash, credit, uh, check. Zelle is not cash. No. It's, you can say, send me some money on Zelle. Send me some cash on Zelle. That's fine because you're telling me how to get you the money. And if you use cash in that term, fine. Absolutely. Digital but, payments. Right. They're not cash. Right. You know what? Digital you, payments. Do you know currency. what's absolute bullshit? Hmm. And you'll probably try and explain this to me because you're on their side. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Why does my Venmo come right out of my bank account? And then when I try and transfer it in, it takes three days. Mm. Yeah, no, that's actually a good question. That makes no sense Because I get pissed off at the same thing. I'm, in the grand scheme of things, I'm glad it's gone now because I'll forget by them. Who took $40 out of my account? But when I need money, when you're getting Venmo, you need it more than when you're sending it, obviously. So I feel like it should be the exact opposite. Yeah, 100%. When when I want my money, I want it now. JP Mortgage. J.G. Wentworth. That's what I meant. 877 The reason, the reason oh, no. I can imagine is... Dude, no... Hold on. Time out. Nobody sticks their head out of their windows. And it's in that commercial <laughs> where they do that. I need to make that a statement right now. Sorry, go ahead, Bryce. <laughs> no, it, it would be like if you had somebody running your money, like physically, from mm-hmm. like Cliff's house here to my house. Mm-hmm. You need to give them the forty dollars mm-hmm. to run to right. my parents' house, right? Sure. And are you going to pay them a vig? Whatever doesn't matter. If they're doing it for free, they're probably five years old, and you're going to be like, "Hey, I'm timing you." Yeah, oh, but that got me every time. 
It takes a little bit of time to make sure that you have the cash on hand. Yeah. But if it's already out of my bank account, then that person should just be able to have it. What else could they be doing with the money? Making sure their balances. If it's already out of my balance, they already made sure of that. And they They haven't processed it in-house. They invested it. I don't care. (laughs) Another way to look at it is passports. (laughs) <laughs> so you're presenting a passport. Your passport is stamped in the U.S. when you're taking off. Mm-hmm. It takes time to fly to Europe. When mm-hmm. you land in France, they have to stamp it again, and then you have to go through customs. When you land in France, that's when the money gets to Venmo. When you get through customs, that's when the other account receives How it. long does it take to fly to France? About eight hours. Yeah, I think that's much harder than processing $40 <laughs> on Venmo. And that happens in a day. Yeah. You remember when it was uh, a long winded, <laughs> yeah. it was a long winded no, analogy. Like here, when I have problems, <laughs> I get it. I just want it to change for me. Brady, Brady, do you remember, do you remember up in the lake when you got super mad at me? <laughs> no, please refresh me. You, I had, I, so we went back to the oh, casino God, on Sunday after Saturday. So Saturday I went up. A little bit of money, and uh, Sunday comes around, and Brady comes up to me. He goes, I don't want to take out more money. How much more cash do you have? And I go, I got enough. And I handed him some cash, and he goes, perfect. I'll Venmo you now. I sent the Venmo immediate transfer to my bank account and immediately took it out <laughs> of the ATM. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? That's for you. And I go, well, it's for us now. Oh, yeah. It's like... Because then that, that's when you realize and you see the physical money that you're giving away. You're like, fuck, what yeah, did I just do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's for us now. And, and then like also a, part of me was just still so mad at you because you were winning. Yeah. <laughs> and I then like, fucking Austin yeah, at that oh blackjack table. Yeah, that's son of a bitch. Um, he hmm. might be moving back to Chicago. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> uh, but I pay, I, I like back to the Venmo, it's all full circle. I had to pay like $5 for it to immediately be in my bank account. Yeah, I don't. And then once it got to my bank account, I was like, ooh, perfect. It's right in the ATM. And also the point of Venmo is quick transactions. Yeah. That's not quick. I could drive to where my buddy was and give him $40. Yeah. But it's an inconvenience, so they do help in that. Be grateful for what you have. Thanks, Venmo. Talk about full circle. Yeah, talk about full circle. Okay. Um, all right, some TV movies, uh, pop culture news. Um, I haven't started watching the show you're going to bring up, but I've started re-watching a show that I finished like two years ago. White Collar. Have either mm. of you guys watched it? I haven't even nope. heard of it. What platform is it on? Uh, it's on Hulu. It's on Amazon Prime. It's just like kind of all over. It's a pretty old show, and not by like old. I mean like black and white, old mm-hmm. like two thousands. Um, it is the two thousands. Shut up. <clears throat> it's a uh, the the premise of the show is con man goes to prison. FBI takes con man out of prison to help solve crimes, mm-hmm. and these are like white collar crimes, like stealing millions of dollars in art and like all this kind of so shit. fast and CFTC furious. CFTC violations. Exactly. So fast and furious. Fast and furious. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Um, and it is awesome. I haven't even thought about the show since like two years ago when I finished it. It's like watching a new show all over again, oh, but like dude. part of me knows when things are going to happen, and I'm just like a little high on my couch eating a bowl of popcorn, like just excited. 
Dude, smoking weed's the <clears throat> best. You can rewatch anything. Yeah. You're like, ah, did that happen right now? Bah, that and, didn't happen. And it's completely different than like turning on New Girl and just like going on my phone. Like I'll be watching White Collar and like look at my phone and then I'll be like, oh fuck, I missed it. And I'm rewinding. It's like it's I've best. seen it all before, but it's like a whole new experience. Cause I remember how it ended. I just don't remember how you got it there. happened. Mm-hmm. to end you know does that make sense absolutely cool. absolutely yeah. perfect so i'm really enjoying re-watching a show that i've already seen but actually again, i'm actually super happy for you yeah because part of me wanted to dive into a new show but my anxiety has been kind of peaking lately <laughs> and the yeah. last thing i can do is like devote everything into this and so now it's just like oh it's 11 I can watch two episodes and go to bed. Dude, it's so funny. Gotta give a shout out to Hannah real quick. She's the absolute best. She'll just talk me off those stupid hills that we we're talking about. I'll be like, I don't want to start a new show. She's like, she sits me down like a little kid. She's like, <laughs> it'll be okay. We're going to start a new show. We're going to learn. And if you have any questions, just ask me. I'm like, okay, okay, we can Thanks, do this. mommy. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's for later. <laughs> uh, sorry, oh, sorry, mommy, family milk. show. Um, I watched You People. You talked about it last week. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm great movie. I'm so glad someone finally fucking nutted up and did it and made that movie because it would be so controversial. I was thinking about PC people during the movie. They do a really good job of integrating both sides, like yeah. crazy people, like mm-hmm. that know comedy and will get it and right. aren't afraid to offend them. And then they did some PC stuff, some serious shit that also needs to be when the eyes are on you, you do have to do some serious stuff. Yeah, it was just I was, I was so happy watching a movie for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I think it was casted perfectly. Oh my god! So like in that, so in a way they kind of set like a great boundary. Like this is okay. Right, with this crowd. They, this is okay with that crowd. But that's the whole point of the movie is to is. like not say is that okay? Right, <laughs> right. Because they so they've like tiptoed the line well enough to then make jokes because they have both parties involved. So like the premise of the movie, like Jonah Hill's um, family is Jewish, and Eddie Murphy in Jonah Hill wants to marry Eddie Murphy's daughter, and they're Muslim black, so they're naturally supposed to be opposites yeah but they've fallen in love because jonah hill has a podcast on the culture eddie murphy's character is like man i don't want my daughter dating a white dude yeah and so it's like this back and forth and then obviously the parents have this whole like jewish versus slavery like holocaust slavery comparison and it's just like oh my god if this was an actual conversation i'd be so uncomfortable oh my god and i was even uncomfortable watching it absolutely but the movie just did it very, very well, and uh, every joke was well thought out. Every plan, every scene was just, like, articulated in a way where it's like, okay, so this is a satirical point on, like, the most outlandish things that can be said to attack somebody. They were dangerously careful. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. And it wow, also that made, is an awesome description. Thank you. I like to describe myself as unrealistically realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, thank you. It made me realize that the uh, theory that Juda- Judaism started everything, <laughs> Judaism, like and pos- like started it, uh, relig- was the first religion for white culture because mm-hmm. we all saw our moms in the 
in the oh in Jonah God, Hill's mom, dude. but not as bad. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like my mom gets it, but yeah. she'd say something dude, like this. Anyone who has to say that they get it and they're cool isn't. Yeah. And they're not gonna get it. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, dude. dude. The open like when you hover over it on Netflix, it's like the opening scene and they're uh at uh Mass for um and like the rabbis talking and Jonah Hill's <laughs> grandma goes, you won't be able to be buried in a Jewish cemetery with those tattoos and Jonah Hill goes, Bubby, I love you so much. Respectfully, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll be dead. <laughs> Respectfully, and it's it's just perfect. They do it all. Jonah Hill really got in his bag for this one. Um, he's been through a lot and I didn't see his movie about therapy, but I still I still want to. Yeah. That, I did do you watch as well. It? No, I, I've heard I heard about it though. And yeah, it was like, on oh, Netflix. You watch and it kept this popping one. up, but I was like, I haven't been to therapy in a little bit, so uh, I should probably go to therapy before watching it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I watched was uh, I started uh, Wakanda Forever. And serious note for a second here is like you, they did a phenomenal job memorializing Chadwick Boseman, and I've never seen it in a movie before. And I'm kind of a simpleton, is like where I'll only notice it if it's put right in front of me like that Mm -hmm. and it was so sad and you just realize how much of a genius he really was and how how um i don't really know the word for it but like how important he was to the movie but the movie's still really good for what i've seen they did a really good job of making the movie without him and with him passing away a year before the movie came out like navigating that but also, okay, so now to the non-serious moment. Mm-hmm. There's uh, see, there's see people who are like superheroes in the movie, and I'm so excited. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. So the first scene of finding them is a guy from the sea who's like half human, but he has like fish wings, so he can fly and like levitate. Dude, it's super cool. That's right in your <laughs> wheelhouse. I know. I can't wait to finish. There it. was uh, in the last episode. Uh, so the. Uh, season two, last episode of White Collar, um, they pull like a U boat out of the water, and there's like a bunch of like, there's like billions of dollars worth of like art and shit in so there. Cool. And I'm just like Brady would fucking love to be on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get to that. My would you rather? Uh, perfect. Before that, um, this Brooklyn Nets Suns game starts in uh, 13 minutes. Who's gonna score the first basket? Should Brooklyn we go with Nets. Cam Thomas. He's been booling. He's dude. been my boy since Nick LSU. Claxton. Nick's Cla- Nick's- Nick Claxton free throw. Nick Claxton free throw. <laughs> Just throw five on it. Throw five on it. All right. I'm going I'm going first basket, Nick Claxton, and Cam Thomas. Just straight up. And then I'm gonna do method free throw for uh for who? Nick Wait, Claxton. is it Kyrie's first game? Is he playing? Kyrie's on the Mavs. He's not on the Suns. I or the know. Nets. They're playing the Suns. Oh, the Suns. I thought yeah. it was yeah. I'm sorry. Nick Claxton uh, free throw. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You're about to be so rich. Oh, my God. He's got to make it, though. Yeah, he's got to fucking do it. Or um, Chris Paul free throw also. Fine. I'll put that one down, too. Um, all right. Bring up your would you rather while I put, do Wait, this. Wait. Hold on. Show? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. I got to start watching it. It is so fucking good. <laughs> Me and Pat are going to talk about the same it thing. It is <laughs> really... It's like Stranger Things for a more mature audience. And I don't know, you guys, I don't think you either of you guys are video game guys. I know Cliff is not. 
Are you a video game I'm, guy? I'm a sports video game guy. Okay. So I played the video game. Well, I watched my teammate play the video game in college because we were in preseason when it came out. And as a premise for a video game, it was remarkable. As a show, they are executing it unbelievably well. How, how are the responses if you didn't play the video game? Actually better than the people that played the video game. Okay, it's cool. the same thing as people cool. who read the book and are like kind of critical of it. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. In Please don't. In four episodes, I've cried twice. It's Dude. really, really intense. Fuck. It's like, Sounds it's not like something you want to watch like a little too zooted. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you take enough where you're like, okay, I'm feeling good, you're going to be like, whoa, my mind is blown. That's the only amount that I take. If they're zooted, I start freaking out. If I- you're zooted, this is not the show for you. Like, it, it, it's uncomfortable. It's tense. And, like, so what the premise of the show is. Zombies. No. Oh. It's actually a parasitic infection. Same thing so basically what the pandemic was with parasites and these parasites not only go into people to infect but go into the ground so they can emit spores which are basically liquid eggs in the air that are too small for you to see i don't like bugs oh bugs are the fucking worst and i had a parasite once and it fucked me up it was scary but I'm not watching the show then because I'm gonna believe that you're one of them. I'm I'm not I'm not infected. <laughs> <laughs> I know I gotta no, start watching the, it though so show, we can talk about it. The show is remarkable. It has one of the greatest love arcs I've ever seen. Like it like the the third episode, I cried. Like I heard about the third episode. Yeah. I don't know if you know who Ron uh, Swanson is. I do know who that is. Yeah. No details. So his I'm character, start. yeah, no. But the show is absolutely fantastic. The last episode, episode four, left you on a great cliffhanger. They kind of led you into the That's cliffhanger. Cliff. Thanks, guys. But oh, I really hope you guys check. I might this show dive out. in after I finish White Collar again. I know, but like, even when like me and Cliff are gonna say the same thing. When these shows are popping off like this, it's, it couldn't deter me away anymore because we don't do cool things. Yeah. We do the opposite. We're contrarians. I'm just kidding. I'm going to start this weekend because I can't deal with this any longer. Every single person I know is talking about it. it yeah. I mean, I held true and uh, hard to not watching Game of Thrones. So, Yeah, and now I'm like, oh, never mind. I'm not on your side because that was the best show I've ever seen. Mm. Do but what you will with what you got. You're super fucking... Dope for not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, production quality, it's on par or above. Dude, production quality is a big factor in what it's I watch. It's on par or above. I've just got dude, a boner. Also, also dude, <laughs> the guy who's the lead, Matt Bomber, in um, uh, white collar, in white collar, is so fucking good looking. It's outrageous, dude. Hey, I got the same name as him. Yeah. <laughs> He pulled up his phone. I thought he was going to say like a stat or something. Yeah, I thought he was going to like look him up. No, nope, I am looking thing. him up. Um, Matt Bomber. I think it's just B-O-M-E-R. Oh, wow. That is a handsome man. Yeah, he's just a good looking Look dude. at that headshot. My oh golly my gosh. gosh. Uh, Brady, don't worry. He's gay. <sighs> 
would have figured they with that draw line. Are dude, like Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Matt Bomber. Oh, this like is like the his womanizers. Husband. Yeah, the womanizers that play on TV are just gay guys. I will yeah, say that's he, why, is, he is more handsome than his women. <laughs> <laughs> they can play it so well. It's like we can learn a lot. Yeah. Um. Uh. All right. Would you rather? Yep. Would you rather take home the same amount of money on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or Deal or No Deal? So say the prize money is oh, five hundred thousand dollars. Deal. You think so? For me, yeah. I don't care about the intelligence factor. I want to guess the right number. Right. So that's what I was saying. It's like you're right in both situations, but it's which way do you want to be right? Roulette. Yeah. I want to be. Right. I want to be able to have guessed where millions of dollars are in a briefcase. Rather than use my intelligence to try and crack some fucking code. But you already, you know you're creating the code in your head with deal or no deal. Yeah, perfect. It's mine. That's so true. Because imagine if I'm looking at 30 briefcases and I just go, it's fucking 12. (laughs) Whereas on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, name the first rabbit that ever became a marsupial next to the ocean on a Thursday in a warm December day. (laughs) Uh, Octopus. Wrong. (laughs) You want to use a lifeline? Yes. No. <laughs> Let me guess 12 and move on. That's a really good answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're going to be like, it was a blonde two weeks ago. It was a brunette last week. It has to be a redhead chick. The only redhead is 27. <laughs> the place Give goes, me 27. I'm going fuck, home. The place goes fucking bananas. <laughs> Dude. And I'm just going to guess in order because I know my case has a million dollars. No deal, no deal, no deal. All right, you're stuck between $10 and a million. Do you want to take the deal? Absolutely not. I have a million dollars in my... Yeah, I guess there's only one right answer in deal or no deal. Right. With who wants to be a millionaire. When people are like, it's like, I get it, wanting to take the cash out or the deal or whatever, but how great is it to be right? No deal, Howie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I... You kind of sold me on that one. <laughs> Don't think I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> so, would uh, you rest? No, uh, I I want the millionaire thing just because. That's like, cool. Um, <laughs> all right, kidding, guy. Go, go ahead, okay, go ahead, guy. Go ahead, go ahead. They give you some context as to what your episode is going to be about. So, like, you could study up. I mean, the first so even few less questions impressive. are elementary. Yeah. If you get through those, which you should, well, you are given in the this context. Scenario. In this scenario, you are getting through the questions. Yeah. Oh, then absolutely the millionaire one. Because then you know. I and mean, it's so not- listen, you're not going in there knowing that you're going to take home $500,000. It's just like if you had, it so happened to happen where you played both. Yeah. Or one or the other, and you won $500,000, which one would you rather have it be on? Mine would mm. be deal or no deal. Yeah, dude. of course. I'm just saying, I'm prefacing the question yeah, no, again. I, I get it. I, I would just say the millionaire because it makes me feel like I'm a little bit smarter. Cool. All right. Yeah, but you'd still study and remember how much you love studying? <laughs> nah, not a lot. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Roasted. There I is win. no nerves this going is, into deal or no deal. Deal or no deal is the right answer. <laughs> yeah, we got it right. <laughs> you <answer>. are <laughs> playing like I'm glorified playing, roulette. I'm playing roulette. And if even though I don't know I'm gonna win, I you're going in there thinking I'm gonna win, (laughs) dude. This that's the right answer. End of question. Um, Okay, would you rather have no physical limitations in space 
or in the ocean. I know we've talked about, like, would you rather be an astronaut or someone who lives in the ocean? This is, like, you still have someone that needs to get you there. In space, you still have to be attached to a spaceship. Like, you're not, you're not a god. But in the ocean, you can just roam around. You can breathe underwater. You could live sort of like a fish. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Or mm-hmm. you can kind of just float around in space with no suit on, but you have to be attached to something because you can't just fly home. Mm. Ocean, for sure. It's, so it's, dumb. Wrong answer. Mine's mine's the ocean as well, but so hold on, much more hold on. accessible. I have I have one yeah, I have one for, question. Can is there any way I can die in this y- experiment? Yes. It's the oh, fuck. it's the only, like it's the biggest bugaboo of the question. That's the biggest bugaboo. Then okay, then I'm a little worried. Um like if, that's if why the factor of death is involved, I think I think I'm going to space. Me too. Because there's so many things that would just murk me in the ocean. But space travel is so there's still so much that needs to be done to perfect it. Yeah, but if I if space like, travel is so prohibitive, you're guaranteed to die just sitting there regardless. But you can breathe that in. But air. if 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 I, I have no physical limitations, that means like I like we can stand outside the atmosphere. We can be underwater for long periods of times. It's the outside factors. That'll murder you. Mm-hmm. And like you a fart, shark, a whale is going to fucking kill me real easy. You can unless go I where become, they're not. Yeah. But I'm not. Here, okay. Here's the thing with space. I don't care about your physical limitations. If you fart, you are going to be traveling in that direction at terminal velocity forever. Exactly. So which one are you going to get more risky in? Space. The ocean. Yeah, because Fair you're enough. a swimmer. But here's the, exactly. I don't know. How and to here's swim. my answer. Have you, <laughs> you ever can make so much more money in the ocean? Have you ever laid down at night, probably at the lake house because you can't see him here, and just looked up into the sky? Yeah. Imagine being able to just float in space and still look out into the sky. Well, can no I, bugs, no rain. Can I travel at the speed of light? No. You have to take a spaceship up there, stay connected to it, or trust that they'll catch you. Then one thousand percent the ocean. What all the you, fuck are you talking about? All you have about? to do is this have is a the harness. Worst would you rather question of all time? You're, you're wrong. If you're harnessed you're to wrong, a space Colonel shuttle Sanders. and you don't need the spacesuit, you can still breathe up there and feel free. And you you got a nice little harness straight to the space station. You can't float away. You're you're fucking on it. It's one thousand percent the ocean. What happens when a whale eats you? Do you swim away? You can't swim faster than a whale. You can't. What? Do we have technology to monitor both space and the ocean? Yes, obviously. You have to get to space. Exactly. You, we know more about space than we do the ocean. Exactly. <laughs> There's more money to be made in the ocean. <laughs> and I am way closer to the fucking Earth's surface on the ocean. I can go deep sea oh, diving you're, you're in the Mariana the Trench in a fucking metal cast suit with a billion like little choo choo like mm-hmm. spear guns. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever played Animal I Crossing. Think I'm gonna die regardless, <laughs> so I think dying in space would be a little bit cooler. <laughs> well, I I just made this would you rather because it's my two favorite things: the ocean and looking up at the sky to the stars and the moon still flabbergasts me. So it's like, what would I have? more enjoyable, you have to have outside factors. Nothing's perfect. 
So that's why I'm going with space because I could I could sit there and look up at the sky and the stars and the movement of all of it for forever and just dream about what the fuck any of that stuff is. What's flying by? Is that moon real? Re- longer than I could be in the ocean, having a good time without getting scared. I'm getting scared regardless. <laughs> I'm going to be completely straightforward with you two of my friends. I'm going to be terrified once I start finding things. I I just be think like, this was here the whole time. <laughs> I think nobody this, wanted to tell me. I think this. I think space is so much scarier. I don't. I, disagree. I think I think open water is the most terrifying thing in the world. Imagine being just like dropped in the middle of the ocean. We've talked. I've said this word. I've said this phrase. Sentence. Rant a million times on this podcast, dude. You're in the middle of the ocean, and all you see on each horizon you turn around is just water. Terrifying. Here's another one. One of you, point to the moon. Where do you think it would be? And you could. You could just have somebody outside point you right to the moon. Point point me to a dolphin right now. <laughs> exactly. Done. But, like, I'm saying, if you're standing on a beach at night, point to the moon. Someone could do it. It's right there. Yeah. Point to a dolphin. You can't see a fucking thing. Yeah, but no, you don't think if you took a little puff puff and you saw how far away it was, you wouldn't be like, fuck, that's so far away and be freaked out by the distance. At least someone could see you. I would love. No, they can't. Yes, they can. You could see the moon. You can see the moon. Can you see a person on the moon? No, no, you cannot. But you could see a space shuttle. You could physically see it. Stop talking. The answer is space, dude. (laughs) It's the ocean, dude. (laughs) <laughs> the moon sold it for me. I want to walk on the moon, man. You can do whatever. Oh, my God, dude. What? Yeah, sure, you can bring home a fucking treasure chest that Jack Sparrow left at the bottom of the Atlantic. If you but get out. But what if I just chiseled a little bit of the moon and I was like, I have a fucking moon <laughs> in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> This right here, this is the moon. That's the truest thing I've ever heard. You just fucking even furthered my statement, Brez. Idiot, dude. Yeah, I got these gold coins. That's awesome. I have the fucking moon, dude. Give me a zillion dollars for my space rock. Oh, my God. That was fucking great, and you thought of it right on spot, and that, oh, man. All right. I got no more would-you-rathers. Those are all great. I don't think we need another one for the day. I have some locker room talk. All right. Oh, hell yeah. Uh Um, It's not as serious or as gross as last time for some listeners. There's about 400 lockers at Lifetime. Every day I'm going to leave, someone's at the one right next to me. Every day. And I dropped the fucking joke, and I can't stop saying it. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think of the joke. Because I've said the word before. Uh, Every day. Oh, it is it. 400 loggers. No, oh, nice. <laughs> crazy how you could be next to me. Yeah. And they, they love it. They love it. That's so funny. I, oh, I just got to start doing stand-up <laughs> at, like, not old people's home. They would fucking hate me. But <laughs> at, like, middle-aged <laughs> men. They love my joke. No, women do, too. Middle-aged humans love my jokes. Hold on. First basket. Chris Paul passes. Back to Chris it's Paul. It's going to take get a minute. Chris get Paul get looks, looks at Devin Booker. Oh, yeah. Go to the hole. Go to the hole, Chris. 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 No, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. It's no. always fucking eight. And 
Short. Yes. All right. Nick Claxton, take it all the way and get fouled. Ben Simmons dribbles the ball up. Brooklyn Nets new logo. No, no, ben no, Simmons no, no. looks, gets it to Claxton, gets it to no, Harris. No, Harris no, thinks no, about it. No, Harris no. has an open lane, gets it back to Ben Simmons. Oh, Nick Claxton get out is, of the corner. Is oh yes. oh, oh get it back to him. It. Cam, no, Thompson. Cam, Cam Thompson. Thomas. Cam, Cam Thomas looks, Cam looks, Thomas. looks, 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 pulls it. Oh, oh air my ball. God. All right. Well, this, this is, game is this going is so the worst way this could have happened. Oh, God. I'm anxious. Um, any other questions or comments from you guys before we get into sports ball? No. No, that's it. All right. MLB first quick thing, and then you guys could whatever you have to say if there is anything. The Caribbean series is probably so electric live. Like, incredibly electric. I don't know if you guys know about it or heard about it. Devin Booker Fuck hits it, of course. Me, Fucking dude. prick. Um, is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Either way you want to say it. It's like cool. tomato, tomato, dude. So it's just all the Caribbean countries playing against each other, and it's like they love baseball so much, and they're so passionate about it. It's like going to England with soccer, but a little bit different because we do play baseball here, and it's America's pastime. Mm-hmm. But it's so prevalent there. And, you know, when you would play against, um, like, big tournaments and you would have an all-Latino team that you were playing against, their fans were way cooler than yours and way louder. <laughs> and at the time, it was so annoying. Yeah. But then you watch these games, and it's like it's like you're watching a soccer match, but it's baseball. And <laughs> no no pros could play, so, like, Acuna's little brother's playing. Oh, that's fun. And it, I'm just thinking about it. It would be so electric to be there. Yeah, that would be a great atmosphere to just go hang out and watch a it's game. Like the Little League World Series, too, when Mexico's playing. Right. And all you hear is like whistles and Vuvuzela's in the stands. Yeah. It's like, that's just not how we watch baseball. Mm-hmm. But it should be. It should be. <laughs> It'd be a lot more intriguing to fans. Oh, and so many more fights, though. Oh, yeah. And that's pitchers, all I have for baseball. Pitchers causing a rocus. Oh, yeah. Mm. Can't even wear a white glove. Um, Pitchers and catchers report soon. Very nice. Two days. Very, very close. That's it on baseball, I think. Cool. No, that's not it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Padres. This is the Padres projected one through four. Just think about this. I'm ready. Xander Bogarts or Ha Seong Kim, whichever one you want. Mm -hmm. Either one of them is going to get on base a lot. Mm -hmm. Two, Juan Soto. Mm -hmm. Three. Fernando Tatis Jr. Four, Manny Machado. Jesus Christ. Get the fuck out of here. Padres, baby. And then you could even, if you put Ha Young Sam Kim, first, I promise you, I'm not making fun of it. That's actually just how I tried to. Ha Young Kim? If he leads off, then you put Bogarts at five. He's Tatahito Iguchi with a little bit better of a bat. That's fucking scary. I, it's insane. And Adam Engel at the nine hole. So. Um, Turn it around. Yeah. Second, Second leadoff, lead off. man. I used to think for forever that that was like a, trying to tell the kid who sucks, like, be nice to him. Mm-hmm. It's actually fucking humongous. Yeah. It's they really have true. one of the best defensive Why do you think I batted ninth? Because you're the second best. Yeah, exactly. They wanted my speed. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. NBA. And it was because that goddamn curveball came out of nowhere. So dude. fucking stupid and unfair. <laughs> Stellas doesn't have a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, big news in the NBA is Kyrie to the Mavs. What? He, yeah, <laughs> he's proven that he can play with the likes of LeBron James and Kevin Durant. But even me, who loves Luka and our Mavs, I just don't 
see it. I mean, I was listening to them on first take today. They made a lot of great points about how he's a free agent after the year. They didn't lose that much. They were going to have to tear it down anyways, because if you don't win this year with Luca, you're like, oh, what the fuck is it? A Luca problem? I don't think they'll ever think that. <laughs> it's but definitely not a Luca. I, I know, but I'm just saying if they didn't do something big again, they would just have to restart for sure. And like Dinwiddie would have been gone already. So it's like they're playing with house money with it. And I, I, I found that out today. So it kind of yeah. cleared my head on it. I just don't see how it works because KD and LeBron are so different than Luca. I agree. But Kyrie has played well with the likes of superstars who are ball dominant. Yeah. I I see that's where I get iffy on it. I, I do. I am too, but. I think it's going to work. I'm going to be the contrarian in this point of view. I don't, I don't see, um, because apparently, like, if you're the Mavs, and you're thinking about making a blockbuster trade, who's the number one person you're going to talk to? LeBron James. Luka Doncic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if Luka's like, uh, n- no, um, would you still go get Kyrie? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. No, I'm saying, like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Go, right? They talk to Luka. So yeah. Luka's cool with it. Luka's game is much more adaptable than Kyrie's is at this point. But, yeah, And exactly. he can score from pretty much anywhere on the floor. Like, Look at the fact that Luca now does not have to bring the ball up. We've never seen Luca not have to. I still think he will, but Mm-mm. I'd like Kyrie to talk to can you. play, and they can tandem shooting that. guard, off ball, and I would still take him as a shooter over just about anybody aside from Stephen Curry. Yeah, and the likes of like There's, Joe Harris and Seth Curry and Clay Thompson, no. and like I, Kyrie is a better shooter. Than Joe Harris. Off the dribble, of course. Sitting there still and coming off a pick and not touching the ball and not getting into the rhythm that he gets into that he's used to. We'll see. Kyrie, when he bought in in Cleveland, he was pretty great off ball. And let me bring this up again. We're talking about Kyrie Irving. When he bought in. This guy's the greatest Bill Swindler of all time. He is just a, t- a team ripper apart guy. And right, but now that he's on a new team, no team, our dumb our our dumb minds are like, dude, he's gonna change. Like we're still dealing with Kyrie Irving here. Dude, Do you wanna know what my wet dream is? Hold on. Before we get into your wet dream, let's keep <laughs> let's stay on there's no team for Kyrie to blow up. The Mavs have and always will just be Luca. Yeah. So you can't just blow up one guy. The Mavs alienating Luca is a very real thing that they're dealing with right now. Like, what do you mean? This Special could go so like poorly that he becomes he's he was already disenfranchised with Mavs ownership. He went to Mark Cuban and he was like, "The fuck, yeah, you're putting what around me, and you expect me to win, yeah." So if this thing with Kyrie goes bad and they right so it's they a, added all of this he's not going to want to play with the maps. Yeah, yeah I know you, but you're so not, you're you ma- started off by saying that you didn't think it would work. You're then you're talking point. about Kyrie Irving being the best shooter in the league behind Steph Curry. I'm giving the possibility of how it can work. I don't think uh, it fair. will work. Fair. You're you just articulated a point into my favor. Yeah, oh no. Because there's nothing for him for Kyrie can't mess anything up that isn't already messed up. Right. So that I agree with. For him to get into a locker room and cause turmoil, there already is. If Kyrie and Luka, they're going to average 60 points a game, they just have to hold their opponent to less than 120. 
yeah. they'll win and, every game. And that's going to be impossible because they're defensively lacking probably the, the worst of the league other than the Kings. And the Kings aren't lacking defensively. They just score so much that they're tired on the way back. Fine. And that's what Two they could do, players though. players can get 10 points. Now we're at 140. No, yeah. I, I, <laughs> and the way that that happens is being so good on offense that you force the other offense to press. Yeah. And you don't even have to play good defense. They're, all, they're playing defense against themselves. That's true. That 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 is very true. I heard that on first. Here is my <laughs> Shut wet up, dude. No, you didn't. Dream. I, I agree with it, though, and my agreements right. makes more sense. What's your wet dream? So this one time this my goes... teacher got naked. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Hooley. Miss no, Ponka. <laughs> no, Mrs. Hooley is disgusting Mrs. and I hated Ponka's her. Mrs. Ponka's tramp um, stamp. She did have one. She did. And I, I told know. her she had a nice one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you didn't know a tramp stamp. All right, meant. your other wet All dream. Right. <laughs> so my other current wet dream. This goes down in flames. Luca fakes an injury. Gets pissed off. Classic. <laughs> and is like, I will not play for the Dallas Mavericks anymore. And he is also one of my Serbian and Croatian teammates that are just obsessed with the Bulls because their parents were, and it's their first exposure to basketball. I, at first, I was like, fuck, he's going to talk about the Bulls. I'm like, why would he want to come here? And now that you say that, you have the pictures of Vucevic as a kid just in head-to-toe Bulls gear just because of how big he was. Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, fuck. Don't Introduce their parents this. to basketball like Leo Messi with, like, soccer. I mean, they had all of the soccer greats. And we can let Zach Levine go. Cap space. Luca, Patrick Williams. See ya. Keep DeMar for as long as we possibly can. Resign Vooch and actually try and package Christian Wood. No, Zach Levine's it. gone. Yeah, I know. Zach Levine's way gone. We're talking about a starting lineup of Luca, Debo, Vooch, Christian Wood, and Alex Caruso. I love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> here's, here's where we differentiate a little bit. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to hear the it. The Suns are ready to get rid of DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden. And I think he is. You want to put young guys with young guys. My stupid- I think he has immense talent. I don't think that he enjoys playing with Chris Paul. I don't think it's complimented his play enough. Because I, I know DeAndre Aiden can stretch the floor. If you watched his tape at Arizona, he would actually play on the perimeter a lot. Yeah. He can't do that with the Suns because he has Devin Booker and Chris Paul. He wants to stretch the floor. Bless you. Luka drives a lot. Yeah. What? That gives DeAndre Ayton the perfect opportunity to, to, to get out, to kick, to go to the perimeter, to go to the pocket on either elbow. Mm-hmm. And then he, he has no time to make floor. a decision. The only reason I said Christian Wood was because my stupid brain just went to the only way you can make trades is with another team, and he's on the Mavericks. I am so in for DeAndre Ayton instead of Christian Wood. Not saying Christian Wood's bad because he's not, but, yeah, I'm in for DeAndre Ayton. He just wants a bag, and I think he's going to get a bag. We might have a bag for him. He already oh, got a bag. Get, he's on a max oh, contract. They, yeah, fuck. They did that before the season. You could season. do a one-for-one one trade of Zach Levine for DeAndre Aiden, and financially it works. Yeah, but... They might want Suns it. wouldn't want it. Why not? He 
because Chris Paul's gone after this year. He's a fucking all star, man. No, he isn't. (laughs) And he's the poor man's Devin Booker. Nobody said that. No, knowing the Bulls, he'll go to fucking Phoenix and be Steve Nash. Yeah. Um, But staying on the Kyrie thing, we haven't even talked about why did he want out of Brooklyn? Dude, he just wanted to move on. (laughs) He's got Kevin Durant. That's actually like a good question because they put up with him through all the bullshit. Simple answer. I I like it. (laughs) Like he didn't. Why didn't we just think about the fact that he wanted to move on? (laughs) Go ahead. He. You know, like now, now I'm in a mental paralysis. Dude, I, I, I thought I had a thought. I totally understand it. And not even from a basketball standpoint. KD has been out the entire time. Like, sometimes you just want a change of pace, even though leaving what you currently have isn't the smartest or the best thing. You just get fucking antsy, and you're just in the same spot all the time. Nothing changes. You just want something new. You You know, know, like, every time, and (laughs) yes, I'm going to relate the restaurant industry to being an NBA basketball player, but, like, each time I've been at a restaurant, it's lasted about nine months. And then I'm just fucking sick of the way it all happens. And then I just stop. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to do it anymore. And then I go to a new restaurant. Yeah, but did they have, like, a dish that yeah. was super popular? That Dude, would and make, I had, that would make and I made you more friends. money? I made no, best no, no, no. friends I'm just talking place. about, like, a dish at the restaurant that everybody came to get. And it was That's super actually, easy because you only had to write down one order. You knew what everybody was getting. That's who Kevin Durant is in this situation. So then it made your job easier. I don't know if that's the Kevin Durant in this situation. What Cliff's hitting on is actually like a really, really good parallel. I get it. I understand it. But I'm just asking a a further question. If we just agreed with Cliff, then it would just be called Cliffed Up, not Washed Up. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I'm Bricked Up. Oh, yeah. And I'm bricked. Um, I was bricked. But also, you you have that benefit of the doubt to do that because you're probably a, not probably I know you are a really good employee Thank and pe- they would be like okay well he's a really good employee he's happy here so it's nothing we did wrong he just wants a change of pace Kyrie Irving is a piece of shit yeah but he's also really fucking good I know and that's all you need to do in this life the NBA shows you that you don't need to be a nice person you could be anti-semitic and then you could do whatever you want NBA bunch of frauds they all need to go down as long as you're really good at what you do, that's why it doesn't matter who you are. Left it there. Doesn't matter what you wear. Just as long. Yeah, I didn't even think about the anti-Semitism stuff, but strong yeah. point for Texas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a perfect time for you to have a little burp, dude. Um, <laughs> Brez, that was fantastic delivery on accident. Yeah, great. Really, really oh, great. I mean, it fits. All it right. plays. Uh, let's move on from this, unless you have something else to say. Um, no, like what Cliff was saying actually is like almost a perfect parallel. Because like what they're doing, even though they're some of the most skilled and highly paid people in their industry, they're getting shit on day in, day out by people that are coming to their place of work for to criticize their own benefit and only shit on you. Understood. And hard, like, like, it's not like Cliff's being like, you did a fucking excellent job on that order. Sure, you get that a little bit in the NBA. You rarely get that. I understand that. But the point that I'm making is that is Kyrie Irving 
leaving because of that or because he's back on his flat earth shit? Like, we I don't think know. He's leaving we don't know. We would know. That. We would know that Cliff is leaving because he just wants something different. Having is he leaving because it's hard and Kyrie Irving doesn't like to go through hardships? Like, is that a guy you want on your team? No. I, I think he's leaving For one because season, Kevin yes. Durant also ah, yes, Kevin Durant also wants out. Two. I have he wants friends out that now. live in Brooklyn. There are con- like there are consistent protests outside of that stadium. Or there were. His own doing. Uh, yeah, he brought it upon himself. I'm not discrediting that. What he said is fucked up, and I'm not, like, trying to get I, I know, you don't even have that. to say that. Uh, but, like, if he's dealing with that every day, of course he wants a change of scenery. Where can he go where maybe they won't give a fuck? Yeah. Dallas. I guess, I mean, it, they both, both sides make sense of it. I'm just... That's not a good enough answer for me why he wanted out. I want to know more. I want to know if there was something else going on. I wish, I wish pro Dude, sports were a little more. The uh, James fair. Harden. Yes. The James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, what could have been yeah, but, is so potent. They only played 10 games together. I know, and that's another thought. But the other thought for me is like five years down the line, what does this do for the NBA? Where people are just hopping and skipping and hopping yeah. and skipping. That's not my. That's what I don't like. That. Yeah, where you can just. Be oh, like, it's I'm not good here. for the business. Right. It's not good for the business of like if you're an owner, you fucking hate that. Yeah. You like they're actually going to lobby against that, and I, I I would not be surprised if the next collective bargaining agreement we have, we're going to have one of the first NBA. Like like a full on lockout. Oh yeah, they're I coming. Would, they're coming back for. Everything. I would feel so differently if just one time one of the people who requested a trade that was really good just came just here. Like, no, just, <laughs> dude, I was thinking about that. Today, you know, too. like if if Anthony Davis when he was like, I want to get out of New Orleans and just came here, I'd be like, no, this is the best rule in the history of all time. When's the last time in the major sports? And well, now Anthony Davis does want to come to Chicago. He's, he's injured. He's the guy we focus. don't want. When's the last time we were able to really sit down and watch a sports game of our favorite teams and be like, we're going to fucking win this game because of X? Yeah, right. We don't. We haven't had that in so fucking long, dude. But you know who we, gives me belief of that? Justin Dylan, Fields. Dylan. Yes! Yes! Let's go! And that's okay. fine. And Dylan I'm the sees. biggest believer in him. Dylan sees Okay, also. and that's still one out of every five games. Yeah, exactly. Every night, I'm talking about, every night we watch a Bulls game, do you guys ever have the feeling that we're going to win? Nope. Me neither. I, I, I have hope that we're going to win, but I still feel only like 51% that they're going to win. You don't think Sixers fans, that's why they're such fucking douchebags, Philly fans, aren't going into this Super Bowl, like, we're going to fucking win this game, like, no doubt. I haven't had a no doubt we're going to win this game in so long. That's exactly why Philly's going to lose, too. Because they We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. One, they've already lost. No, save these points. Okay. All right. Other NBA. Bucks are hot at 9-1 and in their last 10. Philly is 8-2 and in their last 10. Both still trailing Boston. The Clippers and Suns are hot in the West. The Grizz are 2-8 and eight in their last 10, but they have no better game to get right than against the Chicago Bulls tonight. Stacey King uh, deserves more, man. And oh, my dad doesn't like him. 
And what? I, I don't know. What's wrong no, with your dad? He was, he's from the Jordan era. I don't know what happened with Stacey King when he was playing with the Bulls. I don't know what happened with Michael Jordan. I don't know. I, he was like a fourth overall pick, and maybe he didn't turn out to be great. And maybe my dad was sick and tired of hearing Stacey King talk about a bad basketball team. Whatever. There's probably other people out there that don't like him. I personally fucking love him. Last night, he was getting so amped over Andre Drummond having 20 points and 10 rebounds. And then when we were good last year, he was the best announcer in the league. Like, this like this is how bad things have gotten that I'm saying the announcer <laughs> deserves more. <laughs> yep. The, the personnel of him on uh, just courtside is electric. It's engaging. He does all the right things to keep his um, audience attentive to the game because of his little bits, his little jokes, his here and there. His color commenting is just flawless. There's and five I, Drummonds. There's five Drummonds out there. There's yeah, five of them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, he's, Adam and me was like, he's, he's really tough to guard. <laughs> and Stacey King just comes in. No no fucking dialogue or whatever. Yeah, tough to guard five of them. Tough to guard <laughs> five guys. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, and I agree. He should get more uh, rep somewhere else. Like, I uh, think he should play. be in the coaching meetings. <laughs> and I'm not even somewhat kidding. Oh, I thought you were talking announcing. Like, he should be able to announce more often. Like, oh, yeah, he should announce other things for sure, but also he should be in the meetings because he'll be like, he'll watch the game and be like, this is what we need to do. Bulls will go on a 10-0 run. Right now. Yeah, yeah, right. He knows exactly what they have to do. I, I'm actually with Brady 100%. Like, like look at him right now. Like He's he, dabbing. He just <laughs> fires vibing, people dude. up. When we, were, when we won 17 games in a season... He was still getting that lit up about the Bulls. Yeah, and I think when things aren't going right, try something different. Just have him be a consult- consultant to Billy Donovan. I don't think ex-players, like ex-players, sorry, said that twice, work phenomenally as coaches. Like, let's name some of the best coaches ever. Phil Jackson, he was pretty solid. Bill Belichick, he I don't think he played in the NFL. Nick Saban, I've never heard about his playing career. Like, ex-stars don't really work out as coaches, but I think they could definitely work out as assistants and consultants to the team. Yeah. I don't know why they don't work out. Why do you think star players as coaches don't really work out? Because <laughs> they're not used to being the last guy on the bench and seeing how the system works. Right, and just, like, they're too they're used hard to being... on guys because they don't do what they did, and they thought it was so easy to do what they the did. The best coaches are the worst guys on your team. Yeah. Because they're all paying attention to everybody and know how everybody's feeling. They talk to everybody. How does Good the call. system work? This is it meshes around this guy. He's the best player on the court. This is how the system works around him. Here's how you make it work. Here's two guys who are very good. How do you make the other three, four, and five? Doesn't feel too him? bad for guys coming in talking about more playing time because he was yep. that guy. He could relate to them, calm them down. Good call. All right, way to talk that out. Um, no, I, I'm serious. No, like, I, like, so am I. Um, any other NBA things that you guys want to talk about? No, but I do want to talk about uh, FanDuel's new app before we talk about um, but I, the NFL. What the the last thing? Okay, I, we're you're we're you're going uh, now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was taking <laughs> a no, yeah, sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. I'm sorry, I'm an no, asshole. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. The West. So is- this app is like really cool. It's like all right. Fuck me and completely. <laughs> all right. Figure it out. Who's going? I'm gonna go real quick. All right. Um. So FanDuel's got this new app, and I hate that I found out about it. Me too. Yeah, it really sucks. So it's called FanDuel Face Off, and it's something through Pat McAfee, and. All it is is iPhone games, but you can play 
with the money that you have in FanDuel. And they take a lot of the chalk, which is a little fucked up. So, like, you can't, like, just make, like, a million dollars, like, really, really fast. No. But I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like really good at these games, and I'm still getting fucking beat. But I'm, like, I got to find a way to win. Just keep trying. I know. Um, but it's a li- it's very dangerous. Oh, yeah. There's 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 only so much Korean baseball when you're drunk and you yeah. just want to keep gambling. And then I'm just going to, yeah, it, exactly. Exactly. Because I'll get home from work, and it's, like, midnight, midnight 30. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, man, I wish I could try and win a little bit of money. Yeah. Well, let me put $5 on this home run derby yeah. real quick. Dude, fuck. Thank <laughs> God my Fandle's banned for a year. Ah. <laughs> oh, it's so fucked I up. I think all I have to do is call and get it unbanned. Yeah, but it's fun. I Probably mean, I have to get my girlfriend's signature. They also, they also, <laughs> do you know, since that announcement, that's their, their owner company, Flutter Entertainment. Uh huh. Is up about eight percent. And they're all getting destroyed this year too. Yeah, FanDuel is the only one down. They're the ones where you're like fucking mobile games, bitch. (laughs) They're up eight percent. FanDuel (laughs) is down like over fourteen percent. They fucking ten is getting crushed. Yeah, they fucking got me, dude. I'm I'm hooked. Fucking shareholder meeting. I'm hooked on these games, man. It's it's insane. Having a gambling company so easy. Shareholder (laughs) meeting. We're down. What should we do? More gambling. Good idea. <laughs> They're Great. like, these people have addictions. We're going to run them to zero. I'm not addicted. And then they're going to re-up. Yeah, and they talk about responsible gaming. They probably had to go through a lot of that with these games, though. Like, a lot of, like, focus groups and stuff and be like, yeah. It, uh, and how they backdoored getting that it's not going to be addicting or bad for gambling addiction because that's what they're oh, fighting yeah, right now. Terrible. Dude, why do you think I want to get barred and go to law school? <laughs> Shit, I don't know, man. Oh. The wrong guy to ask. God damn. Forty-seven. An ethics violation on behalf of all of these fucking companies. Dude, you would make so much money. Exactly. But everyone would hate you. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know. I, I would win the bet yeah. long term. Dork. <laughs> Nerd. Um Dweeb. All right. NFL. The Pro Bowl was sort of cool. Miles Garrett still do- dislocated his toe. Um, it honestly might be more dangerous, but it was also the first year of it happening. Kirk Cousins took it so seriously, not making fun of him because it is a competitive thing, and I take fucking like playing volleyball at my girlfriend's lake house against like her mom and dad seriously. So not making fun <laughs> of him. Peyton was so pissed when they lost. And Pete Davidson gave a score on the best catch of 69. And I was just like, all right, now I understand why he has every girl in the world. Because that guy just has immense confidence and no care for anybody else. And girls love that shit. Because this is the NFL. He looks like he never showers. Yeah, I know. But this is like Robert Griffin III was like laughing hysterically. But also like, we got to get him out of here because this is the NFL. Like, you don't do that shit here. (laughs) <laughs> this is the NFL. Right. But um, the flag football was pretty cool. I mean, it's better than them dressing up and fucking you expecting them to hit each other, and then they just wrap each other up. But the reason why I think it's dangerous is because these are still professional football athletes. Yep. Like, they ran into each other a couple times. I'm like, okay, there's no padding. There's no helmet. Nope, nothing. Yeah, you know what? Like, I actually enjoyed this, like, Pro Bowl week more than anyone in recent memory. Mm-hmm. Just because they were doing, like, normal people shit. Yeah. Like, 
humbles I them. I tuned in. Sure, I had a couple of puffs, uh, but I tuned into the long drive competition, and I was just like, I know five people on hand that would have smoked these fools. Yeah, but that's not the point. I know it's not, but like Cliff, you would have killed him. Greatest. Montreux would have killed him. That's the hardest I've Brady laughed. Brady would have had a chance. <laughs> Thank you for including me there. I haven't laughed as hard since this. <laughs> James goes, Cliff, or you said, Cliff, you could have easily beat these guys in the long drive contest. I'm thinking in my head, right, as he, right as he responds, does it have to go straight? <laughs> that was the funny thing is, like, it, it did have to go semi-straight. They had like a really wide breath, and I they would didn't. show all of the swings where guys were slicing the fuck out of the ball, and they were like, that's on the highway. And I was like, hope was it doesn't kill bowling. someone. I was at bowling explaining the joke. They didn't think it was that funny. I was like, okay, had to be their moment. And then the one guy on my bowling team goes, yeah, there's like 100 yards to in length. I was like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> I, really, I really gear up for my drives, and dude, I have like the feeling in my head of when I – stripe one and it just goes down the cock yeah but man when i get that little baseball like twitch in my elbow it just yeah but that's like why it's so funny is because people don't understand this guy hits the ball so damn far it's not even funny like in a scramble probably three times he takes out the driver and it goes straight it helps you immensely and then the other 15 holes (laughs) he he we don't find him they may not be on the property. Well, that's why I go last. It's like you guys get us into the oh, fairway, it's the best. and then let me gaba guts it and hope to God it lands. And in you the know middle. exactly who you are because you explained it to me right before. I was like, I, I can't be that bad. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so great, dude. Yeah. I don't know why I find I'm, it so funny, but it's so great because if it's he, one, if you hit one down the cock on like the first drive, yeah. you're setting everyone up to Speaking be disappointed. Speaking of cock. He walks around like he has the biggest cock when that he happens. Does. And oh he God. absolutely deserves to because we're all just sitting there like, I bet I'm not want to see me hit, a, hit yeah. this ball over but that house over there. The reason why it's like it is because golf is one of the, the sports where I'm very honest about my abilities. Anything else I'm going to over-exaggerate regardless. But golf, it's like, hey, if I, if I can get it straight, it's going to be outdriven. Like I'm going to outdrive yeah. everybody here. If yeah. I can get it perfect. Just don't start counting on it. Right. And I'm like, it's, it's, the chances of it happening more than three times in a round of golf is very, very slim. Unless you give me a breakfast ball every once in a while. A breakfast, lunch, and dinner ball. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when it comes to basketball, it's like, uh, I'm the best pickup basketball player. I'm not going to no. give you a hint of honesty in my game. But golf, it's like, I'm going to hit it really hard. I'm going to swing as hard as I can. And if it all goes according to plan, we're going to be in really good That's condition. why I believe it's the hardest sport in the world is because it humbles the likes of people like us. Ah, uh, very true. Like, nothing else does that. We, yeah. we are, we're going out there in a pickup basketball game. I'm going to have 20. Probably doesn't happen, but I'm going out there with that belief. In golf, we're looking to stay under a score. Yeah. Like, I'm going to shoot under 100, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think it's the hardest. Golf isn't the hardest. I know. Like, oh bummer! Yeah. You have to hit that ball that's stationary. I, I disagree with, a flat with surface. You. It's it's not. I don't get angry anymore at anybody who disagrees. I think it is the hardest because it takes that much more control. That's fine. It's the hardest hobby, 
anybody has. <laughs> oh it's, my god! It's really, really difficult of a hobby to oh, pick up for the average Joe. Found a way to Joe. make me angry about it's, the conversation. <laughs> all right, crap. We're going out for a little Sunday afternoon round of golf. Yes, it's a very incredible hobby to have a part of. It's really hard to get good, but so is knitting. And if with enough, <laughs> with enough practice, get the fuck and out commitment, of here. <laughs> You can be the one knitting these rugs and blankets and scarves. Do you think you'd beat Jordan Spieth in a marathon right no. now? No. Do you think you'd beat my it. dead grandmother in a knitting contest? What are we talking about here? When am I ever going to be lined up I against Jordan got, Spieth in golf? I just got body bagged. Yeah. By that. Come back. Oh, my God. No, I yeah, your dead grandma would fucking murk my ass. Exactly, she would knit the fuck. She would knit a world around me. He always brings personal dead people into it, dude. (laughs) And then you're done. You lost. It's a good tactic. I just never think of it in time. It's fucking dead. My dead dear aunt that I loved dearly. He's got me three times with his dead dog. Just got you with his dead grandma. We'll keep track of who's next. Hopefully nobody living. Oh, golly. Oh, okay. No, but seriously, Cliff would have striped the fuck out of these NFL fools and be like, what's up, bitch? Oh, and so that's the hardest sport? I could have beaten people in it? It's like... <laughs> Yeah, soup, are you are you super, trying to take fucking no, Jordan I'm, Poyer on on a like an open the field tackle? Super Bowl <laughs> is Sunday. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing against the Kansas City Chiefs in uh-huh. Arizona. The line is Philadelphia minus one and a half. I didn't look at the over yet because fifty and a half. Fifty and a half. Uh, my thoughts are. Quick and short, and then you guys could say whatever, and then we could sprout from there like a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> I am all spreading the Eagles to minus five and a half, and the reason is because the Chiefs' only pros that are better than the Eagles is their quarterback and their tight end, and they're both banged up. And you could tell me that they're not, but it's a back and a high ankle sprain, and those are both worrisome to me. And the Eagles. Other than those two positions where they're not lacking too much less other than tight end, Dallas Goddard doesn't even sniff the jabroni, Travis Kelsey's jockstrap, but Jalen Hurts is will be close to Patrick Mahomes. Not yet. Don't freak out about that statement, but they're, they're, he's only maybe one tier less than him. I respect that. I, um, I, I keep swindling myself out of the Eagles. Well, it's tough because it's your two teams. Here's the thing. <laughs> What's the thing? The <laughs> Eagles have caked walked. I don't give a fuck. Their way to the the Super Bowl. When have they actually had to play a game in like crunch time pressure and like stand up to pressure? Doesn't matter to me. I still think they would have beat the 49ers. I, I mean, fuck the 49ers. Who gives a shit about the 49ers? The they played the Giants the week before. Okay, but that's also like we do this all the time with our teams and like what, what would have happened and who they played. We always talk about the White Sox sweeping their way, one loss, whatever. And it's like, oh, who the fuck did they play? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Did you win the Super Bowl or not? And that, how many times has it come to fruition that the cakewalk wins the Super Bowl? I feel like probably just as much as I even think as what the matters team, is the guys that have been there. On on the Kansas City roster, I think it's spin zone. Kansas City roster, they've lost. They've proven they could lose. Exactly. Eagles, they know what's at stake. Okay, so that's what? even more but than the guys no that have guys won. There's no guys on the Eagles in the past five years or majority of them that have lost the Super Bowl. 
So when Patrick Mahomes won his first Super Bowl, had he been there before? No, he hadn't been there before, so, but he also hadn't lost one. So then. Uh, yeah, what you're uh, saying is that the uh, Eagles are. Okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> and preemptively, fuck uh, you. That's not what I'm saying. But you see what he's Wait, saying. So Tom, I see what when, you're saying. When Tom Brady went to his first Super Bowl. Oh, he, you think you think Jalen Hurts is Tom Brady? Had he been there before? When uh, Matt Stafford went to his first Super Bowl, mm. had he been there before? Nick Foles. Yeah, when Nick Foles didn't play a game until playoffs, had he been there before? Hey, Brez, how about all the guys who only played in one Super Bowl and won it? Have they been there before? <laughs> There's a couple of them. Let me name you one. Trent Dilfer. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks I, for proving the point. I, I, I get where you're coming from. I just, I, I don't think, like, anything plays a factor other than it's just two really good teams <laughs> facing off. Sure, it's a bigger stage and there's bigger things at hand, but like it, at the end of the day, it's the same job you had the last 18 Sundays. That's true. And they can't control who they're playing. They can't control who they're I playing. I think that goes 50-50. And that's not their fault. What I'm saying their fault is is that pressure situation in crunch time hasn't been there. They haven't been in a close game in the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts' fucking throwing arm is the one that's hurt. If he gets hit by Chris Jones once, that game is done. You're talking about a, a hypothetical of the quarterback getting injured. A hypothetical injured. of a hypothetical. Your your way of winning is injuring the quarterback. What if that doesn't happen? No. It doesn't even have to happen. Well, that's what what saying. I'm saying is, is, okay, the Eagles come down the field and score. Cool. The, the Chiefs manage a way to come down the field and score again. Oh, shit. Now it's seven to seven, and we're opening the third quarter. The Chiefs got the ball. They march down the field and score. You're fourth and six, and you're the Eagles. You're at your own forty yard line. What are you doing? Well, you got to go for it. The There's six in, minutes left. I forgot to talk about that weakness as well. Andy Reid is a much better coach than Sirianni. And you're bringing up a good point. If the game ends up being in Sirianni's hands, the Eagles are fucked. But That's I think what that I'm, yeah. the the Chiefs' defense is bad objectively. They're good at generating pressure, which... Against offensive lines of the likes of the Bengals and whoever they played before that, who are not top tier. I don't think that who they the, play the Chiefs Jags? offensive line... The Jags offensive line was objectively very good for can, the cakewalk that they had in the AFC South. Can I ask you guys how you think about this parlay? I Fair enough. But that I, that I have $7 to win two fifty. And Jaron Jackson was in it? Oh, no, I did have Jaron Jackson lay up first basket, won $500 just now. No way! Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> Let's go! Fuck you, no Man, way, really? Method of first yeah. basket, I got you on it. I'll take 250 uh, You got it, done deal. Um, Eagles, minus one and a half, over 50 and a half. Travis Kelsey, anytime TD. Jalen Hurts, anytime TD. Miles Sanders, anytime TD. A.J. Brown, Anytime TD. So the Eagles are going to have to win. Yeah. <laughs> and the over. Yeah. That's why I have the Eagles and the over in it. I do think it's going to be an entertaining game until the fourth quarter. And that's where you think they will crumble. And that's a good point. But in my opinion, I think the Eagles win by a score as in seven or or ten. I'm taking a minus five and a half because that's the number. 
that always fucks me is six and a half going too much. They win by six is my true prediction. Oh, interesting. I gotcha. Okay, so, I mean, we're not far off. No, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do think there's a definitive winner in my brain. And it's the Eagles. And, like, that's where, like, have you been there before kind of thing is, like, coming into my mind. Like, I think if it gets into a close game situation where it's decided in the fourth quarter, the Eagles will find a way to fuck it up. Mm. I don't think Andy Reid will. We haven't seen the point. Chiefs go down in the Super Bowl, though. They lost 31-9 to to the Bucs. I know they were all banged up, but in this pressure moment, who are the Chiefs? We don't know. We know exactly. they've been there, but they might as well have not been there against the Bucs. So the loss doesn't do much for me. That's all I'm saying. I think no, no. I'm with you, uh, and like I, I put a little, mo- a, a little bit more emphasis on it than I probably should have. <laughs> no, I put I mean, all it's, of it's, the emphasis on it. That's why we have a podcast is for you to do that. We love that, and yeah, and I, and that's why I went. Uh, we're explaining why we're yelling at yeah. each other. <laughs> I'm not yelling, and like. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, You're I fucking just, wrong, Colonel Sanders. I think that there is there's more to be proven on the side of the Chiefs than there is with the Eagles. And the Chiefs' road to get there is a little more rugged yeah. than what the Eagles had to go through. And who wants it? It, it literally more. is... Are you taking point. it as a given or are you respecting the opportunity kind of thing? That's a really good point. Do the, you have to think that the Chiefs want it more. Yes. Because the Eagles I haven't do. even had to think about losing. And especially see, Pat I, Mahomes, who I, I, I do think is yeah. the best player in football. He has a chip on his shoulder. He lost to Tom Brady. He, he has a chip he in his has, ankle as well. Yes. It's Travis and he now has one he has in his back. Two, he, two weeks to heal from it. This this is his opportunity to be back in the conversation with, am I the greatest of all time? Broken finger, ankle sprain, a bad one. Never heal in that amount of time. I neither does a fucking dislocated shoulder. What you just argued is why I haven't been able to definitively say one team or the other is because of that same fact. It's like Jalen Hurts been doubted his entire career. AJ Brown out of a shitty situation into a beautiful one. Eagles defense has never wavered. But you got fucking Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey who are two absolute personalities that are winning. They've won everything. They've gotten here multiple years. They've gotten to the champ- the conference championship five years in a row. Yeah. All right, let me do something real quick here. Do it all, dude. You're talking about Jalen Hurts' injury. I'm talking about Mahomes' injury. Let's go one for one and take them both out of the game. Who wins that game? The Eagles roster or the Chiefs roster? Chiefs. No. The Eagles Eagles roster absolutely (laughs) destroys them. And I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is going to be taken out of the game. But if you do that even a little bit, the best team wins the Super Bowl every year. Not the best player. Mm -hmm. Or else Justin Fields would have won it this year. So if Patrick Mahomes isn't fully healthy or has even a slightly bad game, he doesn't have the backing that Jalen Hurts has. Yeah, I agree. Eagles, 29. Chiefs, 23. Eagles, 37. Chiefs 34. That's what I would like to happen. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I want a good Super Bowl. What are you guys doing for the Super Bowl? I don't know yet. You guys yeah, want to hang I, out I or know. something? Yeah, Possibly. I would love to. I'm not drinking, but... You weren't what? drinking when Tom Brady won his seventh either. So true. 
Look how that happened. I'm just saying, whatever your situation is, I won't be drinking. So if it's like a party, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, your team won last time you weren't drinking in the Super Bowl. Oh no, I know. So whoever you pick is who I'm going to pick, and you're not drinking. Eagles. So Eagles are winning the Super Bowl as long as Brady doesn't have a beer on Super Bowl Sunday. And that's. If you have a beer, I'm live betting the Chiefs. (laughs) All right, cool. I like that spiciness. Yeah. And maybe we won't be together to try and figure it out. Oh, fuck. I'm going to try and get my Brady telepathy (laughs) going. We should do do a washed-up Super Bowl event. Stating it right now. Five days before the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yep. Of a location of choosing that we are about to state. Chris Montroy's living room. Okay, can I bring my dog? <laughs> I have my Probably. dog this weekend. Okay. Okay. Bring it. Got my kids, too. <laughs> that just sounded funny, so I have my dog this weekend. That, I can't wait. I can bring my dog. Cool. Is it a boy or a girl? Girl. Cool. No sex. <laughs> no, she's neutered. No, I, bite I, I dog also, in the face. She's, also, a, she's a also a girl. I'm also a dog. Yeah. So. Chris, dog. <laughs> Bobby plays baseball. Still a dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, final predictions. Uh, you're on Eagles. Are you on the over? Obviously. Yeah, it's going to barely come in, 29-23. Uh, spreads one and a half, over under 50 and a half. Over. Chiefs, 28. Eagles, 24. Eagles, 37. Chiefs, 34. They went on a last-second field goal. Jake over Elliott. And the Eagles, yeah. Fucking LT scumbag. Mm-hmm. That's how he beat OPRF in homecoming one oh, time. Oh, full circle. That's all full circle. How do I bet on that being the last play of the game? Oh, a field goal to yeah. win it all? First method basket. Uh, FanDuel also has the Devin Hester bet opening kickoff to be returned. Ooh. They just didn't name it. The I might Hester. do it, even though I'm not betting. The Bulls just won the tip and threw it straight out of bounds, but let's go Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. Grizz minus 14. (laughs) All right. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next time. We love every single one of you. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the blood cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I down. Okay, I gotta go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I down Okay, I gotta go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset They ain't saying nothing to me now Go right out, la dee da dee do. I feel fucking awesome. Get it, got it.
Get it, 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 get it,